0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for joining me today. I am so pleased that you chose to spend a few minutes of your valuable time with me. Today, we are discussing God's fearless keepers of the house and their unique responsibility. Yes, I said keepers of the house and their unique responsibility. Responsibility. You see, responsibility is the state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or of having control over someone. Being accountable or to blame for something, the opportunity or ability to act independently and make decisions without authorization. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about these beautiful keepers of the house and their tremendous unspoken responsibilities. Now, please do not think for a second that my observing the fearless keepers of the house in some way negates or overlooks the duties and responsibilities of men because that is neither my message nor my mission. I thank God for the strong, dedicated brothers, fathers, and husbands The men who, as the word of God has stated, stand with and at the head of the household to protect and provide, allowing these sisters to be the keepers of the house, not in competition with or against, but a rightly fit complement one to the other. According to God's word, women are by no means marginalized or relegated to any second-class status. The Bible teaches women are not only equals with men in Galatians 3 and 28, but are also set apart for special honor in First Peter, third chapter and the seventh verse. Husbands are commanded to love their wives sacrificially as Christ loves the church, even if necessary, at the cost of their own lives, according to Ephesians 5 chapter, 25 through the 31st verses. The Bible acknowledges and celebrates the priceless value of a virtuous woman in Proverbs 12 and 4. Yes, these fearless, God ordained keepers of the house are the virtuous, blessed women that God empowered with a special anointing. You see, from the day your mother learned or realized she was carrying you in her womb, you became her responsibility. Of course, she did not have to run out and buy formula or prepare your warm bottle, nor did she have to change any diapers, but she was responsible for the new life, you, growing inside of her and your well-being. Once born, mom, dad, and quite possibly intimate others took on the responsibility of grooming and taking care of you. Much tender love and care was provided, and a good deal of attention was paid to your every grunt, groan, and cry. As mothers, a newborn is held closely as to take attentive, watchful care because there's no talking or comprehensive oral communication from the baby, but good mothers trust their own instinct and small, at times, loud cues from the little one. God has blessed these fearless Feminine fighters with patience, promise, and perseverance. Good mothers usually figure it out and they always, always take full responsibility to attending to the baby's needs. Why on earth am I talking to you as if we are on 16 and pregnant? (laughs) Well, we women, for reasons that only God can explain, understand so many needs. Oftentimes, We pay attention and we make all the difference in the lives of so many. As the keeper of the house, she infects the place with her spirit and affects everyone with her love. Behind every good, successful man is a strong, discerning woman who carefully pays attention to detail as she supports, encourages, and prays for his success. Behind every good student, every great student, there is a wise, meticulous teacher who has groomed and trained that student with good study habits and positive work ethic. Prayers are constantly at the forefront. Behind every successful business, there is a woman somewhere in the fabric and inner workings, even if she is not visible, upfront, or readily available. Her fervent prayers for prosperity and good success are constant. My point, women make it happen. I honestly believe that God himself shares so many seemingly feminine qualities as women, with women, the multi-breasted one, able to feed, nurture, and nurse multitudes and never running out. The symbolic death of Jesus, our Savior, was one that had to take place to birth salvation and newfound revelations. In order to give birth, a woman comes dangerously close to death. With both the death of Christ and the birth of a newborn, precious blood and water are spilled from the body to bring about new life and new salvation alike. God himself is the ultimate caretaker, and caregiver. Just like a mother, God provides that tender, loving care that only He can give in spite of how good, bad, or terrible we might have been, no matter how divisive and sinful some still are. A good mother, regardless of her child's nature, still loves and cares for that child. I have heard some older mothers respond to others who criticized or bad-mouthed, that mother's son or daughter, by definitively repeating, that is still my child, as if to say, it really does not matter how bad, how disruptive, undesirable, or cunning, I gave birth to him or her, and they are still mine, a fact that cannot be refuted by current circumstances. Please know that our God, our Father, feels the same way about each of us, And I am so pleased that he does. My mother would tell us, there is nothing you can do to stop me from loving you. I thank God that those are the sentiments of our unconditionally loving God. No matter how bad, disgusting, disruptive, ugly, or ugly acting, God, like mama, says of you, that is still my child and I love him. She is still my child, and I love her. God, while described clearly as having created man in his image and his likeness, is also described with tender, beautiful feminine attributes. In Isaiah 66 and 13, God comforts his people like a mother comforts her child. In Isaiah 49 and 15, like a woman would never forget her nursing child, God will not forget his children. In Deuteronomy 32 and 11, God is like a mother eagle hovering over her young. In Luke 15 chapter 8 through the 10th verses, God seeks the lost like a housekeeper trying to find her lost coin. In Psalm 22, 9 and 10, God cares for his people like a midwife that cares for the child She just delivered. In Hosea 13 and 8, God experiences the fury of a mother bear robbed of her cubs and vows to avenge like a vicious lion. Jesus longed for the people of Jerusalem, even after all of the disobedience, disrespect, and even after they stoned prophets to death, like a mother hen longs to gather her chicks under her wings. In Luke 13 chapter and the 34th verse, so was God loving towards them just like a mother would be towards her children. While never belittling or negating our men, my brothers, I am calling on my sisters today. I am calling on you beautiful mothers, wives, aunties, friends, and neighbors because without you or your fingerprint, nothing gets done. I am calling on the keepers, The house. Now, for those who are still confused, the keeper of the house attends to every need within the house. She is the one who understands her place, importance, and purpose without becoming prideful. She accepts and promotes the will of God with faith, hope, and love, and she teaches others. Yes, she literally takes care of the house and attends to the needs of everyone in the house. Today, I say God gave women an an undeniable responsibility to care for all. You see, she cooks, cleans, uplifts, motivates, prepare, provide, and help meet every need. No, she is not the housekeeper, but the keeper of the house. Just know that without her, things do not go smoothly. Without her, things fall apart. She knows what to say and what to do. She is the one who, with just a few words, put everyone at ease. The one who turns a couple of eggs and some bread into breakfast, lunch, and dinner. One who needs just a little to make a lot. She turns a house into a home. She keeps the house clean, washes the clothes, bathes the children, even wipes the noses. You see, with all the cleaning that she does, She is not the housekeeper, but the keeper of the house. Of course, man was created first, but the only time God said of his creation, it was not good, was when he looked at Adam alone in the garden, reminding us that God never intended for us to dwell alone. He immediately put Adam to sleep and created woman. Yes, a woman whom he would call Adam's help me. She was to help him meet every physio-human need, help meet bills, help meet deadlines, duties, and responsibilities, reminding that every strong man needs a keeper of the house, a helpmeet. While Adam was the head, she would follow his lead, supporting, nurturing, and caring for he and every pro-creation. While Adam was the head, she would follow his lead, supporting, nurturing, and caring for he and every procreation. She was to help meet every need for tenderness, understanding, and undying compassion. His need for virtuosity, chastity, and everlasting commitment was all within the woman. Together, the two were to multiply, reign, rule, and subdue. To this day, Women are an integral part of what and how things are done. Studies have shown that women make up over 84% of earners who lead and fully accommodate the needs of their own households. Now, God did intend for the two, man and wife, to become one, each with roles and responsibilities. But when circumstances leave women in a household without a husband, she. The keeper of the house rises to the occasion and handle the needs. I did not say it was easy, but just know that she is resilient and fully understands her responsibilities. Not as the housekeeper, but she is the keeper of the house. Now, please know this information in no way minimizes, belittle or undermine the hard work and perseverance of our men but rather highlights the magnitude of her influence. Today, women are not the housekeepers, but keepers of the house. Be mindful of the fact that there is a huge difference. Housekeepers are paid domestic workers who clean and maintain the interior of a house. That might include dusting, vacuuming, sweeping, mopping, washing dishes, laundering and folding clothes. She is very important, mind you. Even while many women maintain and attend to the cleanliness of the home, so many take care of every person within that home, from ensuring that what is needed is carefully, conveniently in place, to making certain that bills are all paid. Yes, she cooks, cleans, oftentimes the last to go to bed and the first to get up. She does not make excuses as to why something is not done but rather work diligently to get it done. She does not waste too much time investigating who broke it. She's the fixer or just buy a new one. Prior to asking others to complete the task, she has completed the task multiple times over while teaching another how to best complete the task as well. She can sense when something is wrong, even if others aren't really speaking on it. And she knows just the right words to say. She takes incomparable care of everyone. And I do mean everyone within the household. And she makes provision for every item needed before asked and even provide many of the wants. She makes important decisions always with others in mind. She is selfless in all of her matters. And more than anything or anyone else, she puts God and her children first. She is well aware of how she trained and raised her children, yet she is careful not to say what her children will not do. However, she does know and is often comforted with a clear understanding that when you train up a child in the way they should go, when they are older, they will not depart. She is a realist who loves unconditionally and without apologizing for loving others to a fault. More often than not, she puts the needs of others before herself and her own personal desires. She cooks and feeds her family more than she is willing to drive through. Her home is warm, clean, and full of love, not because she does not have challenges, but because she understands that trouble will not last always. During this season of change, trouble, and turmoil, she keeps her head up and maintains an attitude. Of gratitude, She confidently understands fully that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Her purpose, just as from the very beginning, to subdue, lead, and guide with the revelation of full dominion. She uses all that is in her household and in her hands. As I said, while she does keep her house clean, She is not the housekeeper, but the keeper of the house. Today, the ballot is in her hand, but not just her hand. It is in so many qualified hands. While she is the keeper of the house, when she speaks, others listen. When she advises, others take heed. When she leads, others follow. Today, I am calling every woman, lady, sister, friend, every wife. I am calling all mothers today. You maneuver the environment, change the fragrance of any room you grace with your presence. I am calling on you to use your God-ordained power, your ability to motivate and mobilize to get someone else in position to cast their vote. As I said before, not the housekeeper, but the keeper Of the house. The Word of God said she wakes up early and attends to the needs of her family, husband, and children. Many of you even fend for parents, relatives, and extended family members. Cooking, cleaning, as the Word put it, sewing with fine linen, which is symbolic for attending to matters and seamlessly affecting positive outcomes. No matter what the situation, the keeper of the house, the woman who practices, facilitates, and promotes love, above all, coupled with faith, hope, and understanding, all the will of God, as the house represents God's will. Within this house, she is a wife, a mother, friend, advocate, mate, confidant, lover, caretaker, caregiver, disciplinarian, prayer, warrior, accountant, banker, teacher, leader, a prayer partner, follower, servant, helpmeet, and so much more. She infects others with her attitude of God's will and affect all who are in the house with great love. According to Titus, second chapter, third through the fifth verse, God's word urges that she be chaste, sober, respectful, to her husband and lovingly attentive to every need within our household. Finally, in 3 John, the first chapter and second verse, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. My sisters, friends, aunts, and mothers from near and some from far, allow me to remind you of your value and the importance of who you are. You are the keepers of the house, according to God's word, one who holds it all together. You preserve love, faith, and hope from above, able to stand firm through stormy weather. You are the feminine warriors, conceivers, incubators of dear life, the help-meet God-appointed, one fully anointed, quite possibly a good man's wife. The soft yet strong vessel, discerner, never missing a single beat. Stand firm, stand in truth, raising and nurturing the youth with neither quitting nor defeat. The one God ordained to carry the world, one deemed to nurture all genders, both boys and girls, one whose children greatly honor and call you most blessed. She who is calm in the storm, who is still steady, yet ready in the midst of a test. A woman who leans not unto her own understanding, her skills, but yields to God's purpose, his plan, his will. Today, I ask that you get out and vote, either in person, even early or by absentee ballot. Remote facts that in every vote and during every election, the women, mothers, sisters, wives, their votes a true reflection. Those elected into office have all been decided by the vigilance of women, sisters, mothers, undivided. We need you to stand up, stand now, as never before. Your sure vote is needed to rhetoric unheeded, strong leadership all the more. There is no limit to the power and the strength you possess, no ceiling to the force you're wielding or the change you will affect. The keeper of the house and the housekeeper cannot even be compared. Because unlike the housekeeper's duties, the keeper of the house has many links and layers. God has endowed you with power, a woman's strength from on high, with feminine fight and God's great might. Together, I know we can fly. Please reach out and encourage the youth and everyone. The race for dignity, character, justice, truth, and end to systemic racism has begun. My sisters, friends, aunts, and every mother. Grab the hand of a man, husband, son, and brother. Head to the polls before it gets too late. Vote as if dear life was on the slate. Because it is our lives, our justice, our peace. Inequities and systemic racism, they have to cease. You see, keepers of the house are the keepers of God's will. Fearless women who push forward, making fate stand still. No time for hesitation. No wondering what to do. Not a housekeeper, but the keeper of the house. A sacred force. That's you. Operating in God-ordained faith and favor. No wonder, no doubt, no confusion, no waver. The future is awaiting right decisions, right moves to come into fruition after outcomes you approve. Not a housekeeper, but the keeper of the house. No doubt. Your conscience, your belief, your heart, your voice is what you vote about. Are things really going the way you had hoped? Should all just remain the same? Or do we scream and shout and vote about this time to motivate change? Just one eligible voter not voting is unacceptable during this time. No vote uncast lest we repeat the past while things deteriorate in kind. You are God's elect. And he will protect as you work and lead through the fire. Please lead and guide all to vote. It is our voice on a note as we uplift, encourage, and inspire. Well, family, this is number 26 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I am honored and so very grateful that I know so many keepers of the house Yes, we all clean, but not housekeepers. We are the keepers of the house. God's word has proclaimed above all, he wants us to prosper and be in good health. However, it is impossible, but by the grace of God, that a community of people can continue to prosper and be in good health when the system has its proverbial knee on our necks. On November 3rd, we must get out and vote. To send a loud, clear message that change is needed, change is inevitable, change must come. God has strategically placed every one of you fearless keepers of the house in place for such a time as this. Please ensure that everyone, and I do mean everyone, gets out and votes. We cannot afford to forfeit our right, our voice and our civic duty to vote and make certain that we, along with our powerful communities, are heard. Cast your vote and trust God to move matters in the direction of his perfect will. Lastly, resolve to knowing that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Yes, every keeper of the house knows that while we do our part, God is always, always in complete and full control. Please, if you've not already done so, get out and cast your vote. God bless each of you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. Remember, you can listen to me on Amazon Music as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.